What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. Hello. Happy Friday to the Salty Army. Today is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Democrat Senator Bob Menendez, breaking news. Indicted for what? Foreign bribery? What's that about? He sold American military secrets to a foreign country and held up a billion dollars of taxpayer money? It's too good. You're going to love it. And of course, Bob Menendez is Joe Biden's best friend in the Senate. Oh, oh no. Sure, surely nothing was happening with Joe Biden of the same stripe. Border crisis hits breaking point as 3.8 million migrants have entered U.S. since Joe Biden took office. Is Mayorkas' impeachment next? It should happen. Darren Beatty of Revolver News joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Your government is corrupt. The people who weaponize your government are corrupt. These people hate you. They will use any tactic they can against you. That is why you should protect your data with silent. Silent is what I use to protect my phone from listening to me. There is this creepy function where all of your apps can listen to you on your phone. And who is in control of those apps? The Twitter files shows us that the federal government has these backdoors into these social media platforms and all of these different agencies and online functionaries. And so protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Use Silent. I have them right here in the studio. Silent is a company that produces a Faraday sleeve for your mobile device that protects your privacy, security, and your health. It's a patented, patented Silent Pocket Faraday technology, blocks harmful radiation and all wireless signals, giving you peace of mind for your personal data. It never ends up in the wrong hands. Go to Silent today, slnt.com slash Benny, and get 15% off your shipping on qualified orders. slnt.com slash Benny. Fight against government intrusion in your life with Silent Ladies and gentlemen, government intrusion is happening to Senator Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez and his wife are indicted for accepting $400,000 in gold bars from mob-linked developers in return for favors and giving Egyptian businessmen highly sensitive U.S. information. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen this before. You know, I've been told by uh, various people who may hold high office in the land right now, that um, there's nothing wrong with the U.S. Senate, that everything is above board with business deals. Now, one of Bob Menendez's best friends, and we're going to jump into the Menendez indictment. We're going to go through it line by line. We're going to show you some of the most shocking allegations here. Uh, again, this is Joe Biden's own Justice Department doing this, a sign of things to come for what's going to happen to Joe. Good question here. But I want you to remember how the regime, how these institutions have an antibody reaction to anyone calling out their crimes. It is human nature. When you are guilty, you fight back. When you're not guilty of something, you laugh it off. When you are guilty of something, you snap and you fight back. And early, early, early on in a state that Joe Biden like lost big time in Iowa, Joe Biden was called out to his face by an Iowan for his bribery crimes. We're gonna wrap this all up. I mean, this is, Bob Menendez is up for re-election in New Jersey, and I really hope that the Republican who's running against him uh, wins. And we're gonna talk about her and how you can support uh, her candidacy. But Joe Biden, in his candidacy in Iowa, was asked directly, hey, yo, you got this son who's corrupt, who's taking all these bribes for you. I guess that's Bob Menendez's 
like amateur hour here, have your kids do the briberies. What's wrong with you, pal? Have your kids do all the briberies. It protects you. Nice little shield between you and the federal agents. Now Hunter Biden's going to jail. See how that works? It's great. Remember, Joe Biden's just such a loving father. Joe Biden asked directly, are you a corrupt SOB by the voters? His response tells you everything. And this story just proves how right we were when we began asking questions about how corrupt our government truly is at its root and stem. Watch. Get access to the public, for the president. So if you're, if you're selling access to the president, just like he is. So you you're a damn liar, dude. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one. Yeah, hey, I see it on the TV. You see it on the TV. No, no I know you do. And by the way, that's why I'm not sedentary. I, don't, I get up and move. Let him go. Let him go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people now. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on Let's do push ups together here, man. Let's do what's wrong. Let's do whatever you want to do. My son has done everything wrong, and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Now, I didn't say you were doing anything wrong. You said I set up my son to work on an oil company. You know what you said? I just your word straight, Jack. That's. But I we, we here on the on MSNBC. All we don't hear that in MSNBC. We did not hear that at all. You heard? Look, okay, I'm not going to get more than you, man. I don't want to leave. Well, yeah, you do. But uh, but look, fat, look, here's the deal. Mm. Joe Biden, look fat. Look fat. Multiple times in that clip, Joe Biden says the man lives a sedentary life, and he challenges him to a physical altercation. He's so upset at being called out for the open bribery that Joe Biden knows that he committed. Innocent people don't act like this. Innocent people don't act like this. It is endemic in our federal government. The moment of true enlightenment is understanding that the people who have run our government are as bad as any of the regimes they choose to topple all around the world. All of this regime change that's happening, this is just the amateur stuff. We're guilty of the exact same things. Joe Biden is doing to our nation precisely what he accuses Vladimir Putin of doing in Russia. Oh, you're silencing your political enemies. Oh, you're, you run a corrupt government cartel. True enlightenment is understanding True enlightenment is understanding that George Bush and Michelle Obama are part of the same party. As George Carlin puts it, it's a big club and you're not in it. And you're not invited. These people are all crooks. They are corrupt. They are criminals. And I don't hold back on the Republican Party uh, because their complicity in all of this is evident and obvious. When was the last time you heard Mitch McConnell criticize Joe Biden? Why? Why hasn't Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader, lifted a finger to assist in the investigation of Joe Biden? Because Mitch McConnell's guilty too. Mitch McConnell went to China. Mitch McConnell went directly to China and got rich. Why is Elizabeth Warren, who entered the Senate impoverished, now worth $72 million? Why is Nancy Pelosi quintupled, quadrupled, sextupled? Who knows? Her net worth. This is the scam. 
And it's all coming collapsing down. It's a beautiful thing. Even Joe Biden admits it. Admits it himself. I've sold a lot of state secrets, Joe Biden said, with the microphones on. Watch. I was just thinking, uh, uh, anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Oh, boy, I've sold a lot of state secrets. Yep. Joe Biden, baby. New York Senator Bob Menendez, one of Biden's butt buddies in the United States Senate for decades, a longtime senator from New Jersey, hit with federal corruption charges for the second time, alleging he took bribes, including $100,000 in gold bars. New York Senator Bob Menendez has been hit with federal corruption charges related to a years-long scheme in which he allegedly accepted bribes, including gold bars, in exchange for helping three businessmen and the country of Egypt, officials announced on Friday. The Democrat, 69, and his wife, Nadine Menendez, were charged with taking hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes, according to the Manhattan federal indictment. How bad was it, this uh, indictment? Well, check out this image of Menendez's Senate sweater covered in cash. He was stashing the cash in his sweater. There you go. The cash has been shoved into the pockets of the sweater. How embarrassing. Here's the image of the gold bars. Gold bars from Swiss Bank Corp. This is the second time facing federal corruption charges when the feds raided Menendez's Englewood Cliffs home in New Jersey in June of 2022. They found the fruits of his corrupt bribery agreement, including a 2019 Mercedes C-Class, 13 gold bars, $566,000 mortgage payments, and pay for low-show job. Oh, what does that sound like? Pay for a low-show job. The entire entire thing is a perfect allegory and a one-to-one reflection of exactly what the Bidens did. One-to-one. Remember, there's a massive three-carat diamond that the Chinese gave Hunter Biden that's gone missing. It's the same thing. A no-show job, payments to show up for a job that is purely celebratory, using your family and your connections as bribery. In exchange, Menendez, whose New Jersey federal corruption trial ended with a hung jury in 2017, used his office to help shield... Garden State businessmen, co-defendants, and the court paper claims. Oh, my. Uh, There's more photos of his Senate jacket, Congressional Hispanic Caucus jacket, shoved with wads of cash. From 2018 through 2022, Menezes provided substantial military aid to Egypt, including handing over sensitive information from the United States government and annual grants of over $1 billion in military financing, the indictment claims. Oh, wow. That sounds familiar. $1 billion in foreign money and financing. Menendez tried to interfere in a federal probes of the businessmen and help protect them from criminal charges, including by recommending someone from someone for New Jersey U.S. attorney. Oh, Wow. Who's the person in charge of the Hunter Biden probe? Who's the person in charge of the the Delaware district attorney? That needs to be signed off by the Delaware senators. Name's David Weiss. The same office that prosecuted him starting in 2015. He thought he could get sway over the probe. 
uh, the indictment claims. So here is this laid bare for all of the world to see how a man who is in Joe Biden's age demographic, Bob Menendez is 70, served with Joe Biden for decades in the Senate, uh, how the system works. The system works like this. These scumbags from Egypt find a senator, line his pockets with physical cash and gold, and then Bob Menendez shares military aid, secretive information, sensitive documents, and over $1 billion in foreign military financing with them. It's not hard. It's basic bribery, mafia-level bribery here. The indictment is absolutely damning. Uh, this is a 60-page indictment of Bob Menendez. But what does it really show? Well, what it shows is how the system works. This is precisely what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden just used his son. Again, we cannot emphasize enough, Joe Biden is an evil person. He's just using his son as the battering ram here. Bob Menendez didn't have a Hunter Biden, so it's amateur hour. He did the bribery himself. Yesterday on the show, we asked Jim Jordan what evidence there is of Joe Biden benefiting in Ukraine from his criminal schemes. Jim Jordan laid out precisely where the impeachment inquiry in the House is going to go. Watch. I would like to have you knock down uh, one of the arguments against the impeachment inquiry. It's amazing how the same songbook gets sent out overnight. DCPR is really, a, really quite the machine. And everyone the next day is saying that there's no direct evidence, very legal language, no direct evidence yeah. of Joe Biden getting paid. Uh, can you please knock that down for us? Direct evidence, 10 percent for the big guy. No one has disputed who the big guy is. In fact, Devin Archer, under oath, Hunter Biden's business partner, talked about uh, talked about the brand, in fact, was Joe Biden. That's what they were marketing. You got the whole list of facts, 50 percent for pops, the WhatsApp message where it sounds like a shakedown, the 5000 fake names used in these emails that are correspondence between the president and family members. Then you got the 20 companies, the, the multiple Biden families getting uh, uh, getting paid the multiple times the White House has changed their story, the multiple times DOJ has changed their story. And then you got those four facts I just talked about that I think are central to the entire. It makes you angry because our federal government is a criminal organization and their inability to hold accountable their own members and to even acknowledge their crimes is on its face such an insult to us. Will this have ramifications for Joe Biden? Well, we shall see. CNN covering Bob Menendez's indictment this morning. Again, this man is up for re he's running for re-election right now. Will he drop out in shame? Watch. We do have breaking news that will have ripple effects in Washington and beyond. New Jersey Democratic Senator Bob Menendez, who is the chair of the House Foreign Relations Senate, Senate Foreign, Foreign Relations, Relations Committee. Committee, he's being charged with corruption related charges 
for the second time in 10 years. He was charged and indicted before, and there was a hung jury, and now he's being charged again for something completely different. Let's get right to Kara Scannell for the details on this. Kara, what are you learning? Yeah, John, so the U.S. Attorney's Office here in Lower Manhattan has announced that they have brought bribery charges against Senator Menendez and his wife. Now, according to the prosecutor's office, that they allege that Menendez's wife had received hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes that they had done then used to help three New Jersey businessmen and the government of Egypt. This investigation has been going on for several years, and sources have told CNN that they have sent out rings of subpoenas to people seeking information about some of these businessmen and these relationships. Now, one of the businessmen is someone who has known Menendez's wife for a long time. Uh, he is someone that had obtained the exclusive right to export and certify halal meat to Egypt. That has been a focus of this investigation. And another one of the businessmen is a New Jersey developer. And prosecutors were asking questions about him, his communications with the senator and his wife. So as you said, though, this is the second time in 10 years that Senator Senator Menendez has been charged with bribery and corruption. How long should we allow this to go on? Like, at what point do you understand that everything that this country says that it stands for is a lie? Like, that we live in a bizarre world. Joe Biden goes on and on and on about defending democracy. Democracy is under attack. We have to fight Putin because he puts his political enemies in jail. Like, at what point do we snap back to reality? Because there really is going to be a breaking point. You can't live inside of a system that is so corrupt. This is how the Soviet Union collapses. Alexander Solzhenitsyn talks about how the system becomes so endemically corrupt that it collapses in on itself. It implodes. That's the point that I think we're reaching right now. It does seem as though we are looking directly at a cutout of what Joe Biden did in Ukraine. This will aid Republicans talking points about Joe Biden's crimes in Ukraine because Bob Menendez and Joe Biden were were best friends in the Senate. They were business partners. They were buddies. They were butt buddies. These two guys. Bob Menendez probably got the idea to do this from Joe Biden, watching Joe do it. This is going to have major, major ramifications for Republicans and their impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Uh, Fox News' Hill reporter Chad Pilgrim uh, details that. Watch. Good morning. Well, there's no reaction from Capitol Hill just yet. Uh, nothing from the senator's office, nothing from the office of the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, as you say. Uh, what probably will happen on the ground here is he is the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and what happened when he was indicted uh, back about 2014, 2015 and faced trial was exonerated in that case is he had to step away from being the top Democrat, the leader of the Foreign Relations Committee. So if you're under indictment, that will happen. Certainly Ben Cardin, the Democrat from Maryland, who he himself is retiring, would probably take over uh, that gavel. That's what happened last time. Uh, so right now, 
things in Washington, the reaction to this is rather muted because this is so uh, so new. And also keep in mind that the House and Senate are not here for Yom Kippur. They don't come back into session till Tuesday. But this could be a problem, you know, presenting a possible vulnerability, as you say. The senator had indicated that he intended to run for election. And the fact that he had this baggage before, even though he was exonerated in that 2015 trial, uh, you know, this is going to be a problem potentially for the Democrats. If he were to step aside, the governor had the potential to reappoint somebody for that seat. Wow. So, wow. <laughs> the, this indictment drops when the Senate and the House are both out of session. How convenient. How convenient. Let's look through this indictment. Because it's not just they got stacks of cash and gold from the Egyptians. It's far worse than that. So a lot of allegations in the indictment but this one is hilarious. Menendez allegedly was stuffing envelopes full of cash into his Senate jackets with his official Senate logo from the Menendez indictment. Menendez provided sensitive U.S. government information and took other steps to secretly aid the government of Egypt. So Bob Menendez was engaging in foreign espionage from his position as a Democrat in the U.S. Senate. What does this remind you of? Devastating evidence in the Menendez indictment, over $400,000 in cash, much of it stuffed in the envelopes and hidden clothing in closets and a safe, were discovered in a home. Some of the envelopes contained fingerprints or DNA of both Menendez's. Wow. Just wow. And it gets worse here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, completely and utterly devastating Um uh, allegations here where the Menendez's were texting each other and the Menendez texts his wife, I'm going to sign off on this, this sale to Egypt today. Uh, here, this is the, this is the tweet. Let's get it up on, uh, on screen here. Uh, Menendez texts his wife, I'm going to sign off this sale to Egypt today, talking about his job as the foreign, in the foreign relations, uh, chairman. In the Senate, giving Egypt all all these tank rounds and ammunition. $99 million. His wife then forwards this to an Egyptian official who replies with a thumbs up emoji. Senator Menendez effectively saying, I'm going to use my position as the foreign relations chair in the Senate to sign off on giving our mili- giving military aid and then that immediately gets pushed to the Egyptian military people who are bribing the senator. <laughs> they respond with a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's hysterical. Uh, what's the other one? There was another one where, Bob, where Menendez is where Menendez is uh, searching for how much Here we go. This one's great. From the indictment, Menendez, shortly after returning from Egypt, did a search for how much is one kilo of gold worth? (laughs) Oh, that's great. Oh, man. This is uh, perfect. So this is how they this is how your government works, ladies and gentlemen. This is how your government works. I encourage you to uh, not, by the way, uh, take uh, bribes. Uh, in gold, you should acquire gold through legal means like I do with my friends at Allegiance Gold. 
I am sick and tired of our government operating this way. However, there is a reason why these bribes went and came in the form of gold bars. And it is because, well, Bob Menendez is a corrupt scumbag, but even he understands the value of gold. Gold has had its value since the time of Christ. Gold has retained its value and has increased in value. And that is why a lot of items inside of Donald Trump's buildings are uh, made out of gold. And it is why gold retains its value to this very day. You should consider diversifying into gold with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, Allegiance Gold has the highest rating in the industry, and I keep my gold. This is not a bribery. Any federal agent watching the show right now, not a bribery, but real gold that we have in the studio from our friends at Allegiance Gold because, well, it's good to diversify, and fiat currencies are exactly that, printed out of nothing. We used to have a dollar backed by gold. Uh, you should consider contacting my friends at Allegiance today. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call them at 844-66-BENNY. Visit protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Click on the link in the description. Protect your future with gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was, we just couldn't, I just couldn't help myself. We, we, uh, you got to find creative ways to if you if you're literally physically talking about a senator getting gold bars, then you kind of got to just buckle it all, buckle it all together. Right. You'll be reminded that there is multiple pieces of hard evidence of Joe Biden doing this exact same thing. This is what makes me the most curious when I look at this is I'm like, wait a second. Is this a warning shot across the bow to Joe Biden? We've been covering quite a bit on this program about the old switcheroo and what may happen next and how the forces that be in Washington, D.C. are applying pressure in the way that they apply pressure, right, through the corporate press, telling Biden not to run, uh, by going after his son, by going after his children. These are just classic mafia tactics. And you are beginning to see now that there may be bigger, brighter, flashing warning signs against Biden. This indictment is a great example. We have the evidence of Bob Menendez taking bribes from foreign countries in the form of cash and rare jewels. We have the Hunter Biden diamond story. Throw that up there. Hunter Biden was given was given a massive diamond, more money than God. Chinese Titan lavishes Hunter Biden with massive diamond, three-carat gem, and $30 million. This is how it works. This is how it works. Nobody knows where the diamond is, by the way. I think there's a photo of the diamond. Uh, there you go. There's an actual photo of the diamond. This is what the Chinese gave to Hunter Biden. Where the hell is that? Where is that exactly? This is a warning shot at Joe. You got to drop out. We got you. We got you by the balls, man. You got to drop out. The real stand, the, the real thing, the real takeaway here for me is the audacity of these deals. The audacity that you could just, you could just Google, hey, how much is a kilo of gold worth? <laughs> they got his, they got his Google results. Oh, man. Careful, baby. 
I don't want to say, I, I'm sure I don't want to see the vast majority of those. This guy's clearly compromised. He's clearly a scumbag. He's as compromised uh, as another person I know, Joe Biden. They have the same rap on Joe. And this is a warning sign. Grassley says, and this is just a reminder here of what the feds have on Joe. Grassley obtains and releases FBI records alleging VP Joe Biden foreign bribery scheme. This is exactly from uh, Chuck Grassley's office. Chuck Grassley saying that there are tapes of Joe Biden committing these bribes. There's tapes of Joe Biden saying, where's the money? That's what the feds have. You don't think they're, they have access to these tapes right now that they have Joe Biden by the balls doing the exact same thing in his own voice. This was all a honeypot. It was all a trap. And Joe Biden walked right into it. Where'd the money go, Joe? Well, the impeachment inquiry starts next week, and we're going to find out. Watch. The bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, 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 it's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. President, what Hmm. Okay. It's a bunch of malarkey. Interestingly enough, the guy that got fired by Joe Biden, a guy named Viktor Shokin in Ukraine, has gone public. Now, we've been reaching out. We would love to bring you a live interview with Viktor Shokin, and we will do it if it's possible. Fox News got an interview with him. We are efforting to do that, uh, and, and I think we'll be successful. We'll see. Viktor Shokin has gone public saying that the Bidens were the ones who forced him out of his position in Ukraine based on a massive bribe from the Ukrainians. Watch. Earlier. Do you believe that Joe Biden or Hunter Biden got bribes? I do not want to deal in unproven facts, but my firm personal conviction is that, yes, this was the case. They were being bribed. The fact that Joe Biden gave away $1 billion in uh, U.S. Uh, money in exchange for my dismissal, my firing, isn't that alone a case of corruption? So this is the thing that the FD 1023 that nobody argues with, right? Has a single person argued uh, that Joe Biden was the big guy? That he wasn't the big guy? Has anybody produced any evidence that Joe Biden didn't receive this money from Ukraine? Because you can see that you can look at the FD 1023. You can look at it. Here it is from Senator Grassley. And you can see that it was Joe Biden named directly in the bribe. Five million to Joe, five million to Hunter in order to get the prosecutor fired. The prosecutor said that's exactly what happened. So there's your witness. And then the bribe takes place. The money goes where? Well, into offshore accounts. This is why it's a little hard. This is why what Menendez was doing was amateur hour because Menendez was doing the same thing Biden was. He was just shoving the money into his pockets and shoving the gold bars into who knows where in his home, taking Mercedes C-classes as gifts. 
And then signing off, of course, on military aid and sharing uh, sensitive military information with foreign powers. But the Bidens were doing the exact same thing. They were just hiding it slightly better. Watch. Where do we stand with these offshore Biden family accounts? That's where the action seems to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, when the Irish whistleblowers testified, uh, they did answer a question that they were uh, aware of offshore accounts and they were working to get them. And that was about the same time that uh, the DOJ and their superiors at the IRS told them to stand down. So we're confident there are offshore accounts. But remember, what you've seen with all these bank accounts that we've found, uh, we found over 20 bank accounts. Each shell company had at least one bank account. They were in different people's names. Like the first bank account we subpoenaed was called Robinson Walker. It was in Rob Walker's name, but Hunter Biden was a uh, owner of that account and a recipient of 40% of that Chinese wire. So they set these up to be complicated. They set these up just like they did the pseudonyms with the emails. They set everything up to try to deceive any future investigation. Are you confident you're going to be able The dam's going to break. The dam's going to break. Jim Jordan was on our was on our show yesterday, calmly, cleanly, clearly explaining how they are going to impeach Joe Biden for this. And this is a warning shot to Biden. This is it's a warning sign. We got you, man. We know. We know what you've done. We have the evidence. You either either drop out or follow whatever little prescription you've been given, and you better walk the line, dude. This is how leverage works. This is how the unelected machine stays in power. They love corrupt vessels. They love broken vessels. They love John Fetterman's. They love Joe Biden's because they are endemically corrupt, and then you can have leverage over them. This was what Epstein was all about, the Epstein Island it was all at the op. It was in order to get the type of compromising information on the Clintons that you will need to effectuate the kind of policies that you're going to need them to push. This is how it all worked. This is why they went after members of the royal family. This is why they go after the powerful people on Epstein. This is why Epstein Island existed in order to run these up. We know we have the communications between Epstein and the FBI and the CIA. We know. The FBI paid Jeffrey Epstein. We have the receipts. So this is how it all works. And it's filthy and it's despicable and it's beneath, beneath how this country was founded, obviously. But more importantly, uh, when it's exposed, it will have devastating effect. And you're starting to see the system collapsing around us at a very quick pace. I'm very excited for things to come. Watch Matt Gates uh, talking about these briberies directly uh, yesterday with Merrick Garland, just just pistol whipping Merrick Garland over the Biden bribery. Uh, and Merrick Garland's response tells you everything you need to know here about the system in collapse and panic. Watch. Do you know about the money that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies? Yes or no? As I have said repeatedly, I have left. Ma these matters to Mr. Weiss. I've not Blissfully intruded. Ignorant. I've not interfered. I've not tried to find out it's what like he knows. It's like you're looking the other way on purpose it's because everybody knows this stuff's happening. And you know what? People don't pay bribes to not get something in return, 
right? We, the, the China initiative resulted in the convictions of a Harvard professor, of someone at Monsanto. So we were working against the Chinese. They paid the Bidens. And now, we're, now you're sitting here telling me that I'm, North Korea is the big threat. I gotta get- People don't pay bribes to not get something in return. The first impeachment inquiry will start next week. Less than a week from today, next Thursday, will be our first impeachment inquiry hearing. We will be live for that hearing. And, of course, as you've seen on our show and previewed on our show, we are one of the favorite vectors for members of the Republican House and Senate to come on and discuss what they are doing as it pertains to impeachment. We have been the driving battering ram, the driving force on this issue. Back when nobody talked about it, we talked about it. Two, three years ago, we were bringing you this evidence. We were bringing on people who are filing articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. So it is a bit of a victory trot for us over uh, over the next week. And it will be very important to stay on our feet, to stay on our heels. And ladies and gentlemen, we plan on being on offense on this program. On offense was what Troy Nels was, a Texas member of Congress, in the best questioning of Merrick Garland, we believe, uh, from yesterday. It was absolute flamethrower stuff. Stand up and be proud, state of Texas, Troy Nels, uh, playing for Merrick Garland the clip of Joe Biden directly engaging in a foreign bribery scheme, bragging about it. Watch. You just saw there was Joe Biden in his arrogance and role as the vice president in this country saying, if you don't fire Shokin, the United States isn't given the $1 billion loan. Why would Joe Biden say that as the vice president? Why would he say such a thing? Was it policy? Was it our policy at the time? Yes or no? It wasn't. I have documents here. Interagency policy committee data. Point of information. Is the gentleman ever going to let the I'm on my time pipe down. Saying Shokin had made some. I belong to the gentleman from Texas. He's made significant reforms. Shokin did. Matter of fact, John Kerry says he was impressive. And you know, within a few months after Shokin was fired, they appoint a prosecutor that said, we're not going to look in the Burisma anymore. Cancel that. Forget it. We're not looking in the Burisma. Boom. Here comes the million dollars. Joe Biden threatened the Ukrainian president and the prime minister. Everybody can see it. The fire Shokin or the United States won't give the billion dollars. If that is not quid pro quo, sir, what is? I will tell you what it is. And America agrees with me. It's bribery and it's impeachable. Are you going to do something about it? I bet you not. And that's why you, sir, also need to be impeached. Boom. Boom. Pipe down. It's my time. Pipe down. I'm going to put it. We're going to get a shirt. Pipe down. Doesn't have a Texas accent. Doesn't have a Texas drawl, but hot damn. That man is representing his state well, Troy Nels. Uh, We look forward to having him on the show. He'll be joining us next week. That is just uh, absolutely bloodthirsty. He played the clip of Joe Biden saying, oh, the bribe, Biden, son of a bitch. He got fired. We held up the aid, American aid. And here we have Bob Menendez holding up what? A billion dollars in aid. They wrote this indictment as a shot across the bow to Joe Biden. What's in this indictment? Bob Menendez holds up a billion dollars in aid to a foreign country in order to get the result that he wants, which is, of course, 
cash flowing directly into his bank accounts, directly into his literal pockets, gold lining his pockets. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something that uh, we must discuss, which is fatherhood. I have become my father now thrice over, over the last week. My uh, baby son, Theodore, is one week old. And it is incumbent, my wife and I were talking about this, how interesting the gender roles play when you bring home new babies. It is incumbent upon me to be the provider for you to go hunt and to kill. And, well, I got to tell you, what I provide for my family is I am the grill master. When I go home, I often get out on my back porch and I grill. And what am I grilling? I'm grilling moink, baby. I am grilling meat that comes directly from the United States of America. Moink is the food, meat, produce, pork, steak, salmon that I trust to serve to my family. My little girls eat the bacon there almost every single morning. I actually post about it. They're so obsessed with the bacon from Moink. Moink is saving rural America. I love it, and you will too. Rural America is incredibly important to this country. The Chinese are buying up our farmland at an, at an amazingly fast clip. And so it is important that we support the American farmers and we do so in a way that is sustainable and in a way that doesn't shove chemicals into your food and uh, make the meat completely gross. Ladies and gentlemen, keep America farming by signing up for moinkbox.com slash Benny right now. And listeners of this show get a get free ground beef for one year. One year with the best ground beef you'll ever taste for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Benny, moinkbox.com slash Benny. Uh, well, we have had an exciting week. This is a uh, very interesting way to end a Friday. And you always hope... You always hope that when we book our guests, we book them sometimes weeks out, and you hope that the guest that you have for the show is sort of like couples with the news, and you never know really what, what's going to happen every single morning. We're a news show, and so today, an hour before the show, Menendez's indictment drops, so we change everything, and lucky for us, we have Darren Beatty of Revolver News. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the great Darren Beatty. So it does seem like the system is collapsing a bit on itself, Darren. Am I am I wrong here? What do you make of this Menendez indictment? Well, it's pretty amazing, and it's sort of a long time coming. I think, you know, anyone who's followed politics over the course of the past, you know, five, ten years is very aware of the extensive corruption perpetrated by Menendez and his office. And it's just interesting to see that there's you know, finally some semblance of accountability, which is perhaps unexpected, um, but it's certainly it's certainly welcome. So is this a larger shot across the bow against Biden? I mean, because you read through this, it seems like just a cutout for what Joe Biden has done with his family, maybe perhaps sloppier, a little more amateur, but nonetheless, like the same th like precious metals, uh, precious item. Hunter Biden gets a diamond. The Menendez's get gold bars. 
the holding up of military aid, the supplying of information to these foreign countries. This does seem like they're just an amateur version of what Joe Biden was doing, no? Well, the parallels are certainly striking. It's just hard to determine exactly what's going on in the inside baseball there. I think one interpretation would be precisely because of the parallels, this is a matter of precedent setting to put Biden in a still more vulnerable position as to say, you know, not only are we looking at you, but we've already got someone and a Democrat at that for very similar offenses. However, it could be just something kind of happening in parallel. And for his own reasons, Menendez became expendable. And there's a whole separate parallel story there that we're not fully aware of. It could be some kind of combination of both. So we just have to wait and see how it plays out. Um, Usually people aren't put in the position of Menendez now unless they're somehow expendable. It's not like the government all of a sudden discovered all of this stuff was going on. This has been going on for a long time, as it has with Biden. And so whenever it gets to the point of an indictment or a potential indictment, that doesn't mean, oh, they found out what they're doing and they're going after him. It means what they knew and had all along, they're finally going to use because the subject of this has become either expendable or even worse, uh, counterproductive to the regime's interests. And is that what you track when you see The Washington Post writing and Joe Biden's favorite author being like, you got to drop out, man. You got you got to not run in 2024. Do you believe that these are like messages that you have worn out your welcome? I certainly think there are. It's just a matter of are these messages enough to actually um achieve what they want to achieve and get rid of Biden. There's probably uh, a big rift within the power structure. You know, Biden is entrenched. There's a lot of negative um, inertia there. Biden's in, you know, in a way there's a tension in the strategy to get rid of him because the more he's threatened or his family is threatened with indictments, the more he's going to want to cling on to the pardon power of the presidency. So it's it's kind of a complicated hmm. issue from that respect. And I think they're going to need to make some kind of deal behind the scenes that gives him assurances such that if he steps down, he's actually OK and not relinquishing his one sort of bit of leverage that he could use to save himself and his family from the legal trouble that's mounting against him. Do you believe that the American public is beginning to wake up to how what a corrupt cartel our government actually is? I think we've been waking up for quite some time, and I think that's part of the phenomenon of Trump, not just you know Trump himself, but the whole transformation of politics that occurred with Trump's entrance on the political scene, the whole concept of the swamp and how um, intensely and acutely it's entered our consciousness and our political vernacular. This is the swamp. And that's the thing. It's like not like these things are new and just a new part of the politics. This is, you know, this is par for the course in terms of how the swamp operates. The type of corruption exhibited by Biden, Menendez and others That's simply that's not a deviation from the system. That is the system. That's how our political system functions. That is an example of how and why these politicians are so profoundly disconnected from the interests 
and the fate and ultimately the destiny of ordinary American people, which is why our country is in such a difficult position as it is. That's right. It, it really, I mean, you watch what's going on in Texas right now. You you, you see the the working uh, the working relationship between these Obama officials and the Bush officials in in Texas, and you start to realize, my God, it, it really is all a it's all a uniparty. It's all the same party, and they're uh, coordinating against us and, and against our interests. And the Republican Democrat, it's just a facade. It's it's really is a corrupt cartel that runs our, our our government and and you watch mitch mcconnell and you watch what he's doing in the senate you're like man you're part of it it's all it, it's endemic in our politics it, it moments like this moments like this morning really it, the blatantness of it the brazenness of it he googled how much is a kilo of gold worth after returning from egypt <laughs> it's like, amazing talk yeah. about a boomer moment <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what? So what? What's the answer here? I mean, what's the solution here? I, I, there yeah, I, does I, seem to be some good energy on our side right now. I think you're absolutely right to describe it as a cartel, and actually multiple cartels, because it's not like it is a uniparty when it comes to actual threats to the entrenched power structure. But you know, they do have more superficial and petty grievances with each other. So I would actually take the cartel example and liken it to, say, a situation of, you know, the Gulf states in the Middle East and how, you know, they do have genuine competition between each other. But when it comes down to it, they all get together and coordinate, you know, with oil prices and such uh, whenever there's a threat to their kind of outside power. And that's what Trump represented. Mm. The only issue is, we don't really have a cartel, unfortunately, and you need that cartel infrastructure in order to be a high stack, high stakes player at the infrastructure level in American mm -hmm. politics. And part of the growing pains of the American first movement, I think, is just going through that developmental process of actually building up our own cartel that's capable of exerting political pressure wielding political leverage um, at the level of, say, the Bush cartel or the Clinton cartel, because these things have been entrenched and in the, you know, de developing for decades and in some cases for for much longer than that. And so what happened in 2016 is Trump kind of won, but without any infrastructure, without any cartel, without any yes. anything to really back it up. And so I think we're still in the stages of building that. It's not, you know, in, in many ways we look at it and we see corrupt instantiations of it, but some version of having a political cartel is a necessity to simply survive and thrive as a peer player within the American political system. And you're saying that the, do you believe that those forces are turning against Biden and are pressuring him out of office? I do want to return to this because you made that point that they're they're effectively going to try and do a deal maybe to say that you won't have to pardon, you know, don't cling on to this office just for pardon power. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll take care of you. How do you think this can you game theory uh, through 2024 right now? We're seeing some very wild theories that Michelle Obama is going to do the old switcheroo and everything. Your thoughts, Darren? Right. You know, I've always been a little skeptical of the Michelle thing, but now my posture is kind of I think anything is anything is possible. Um, uh, but really, it's it's a difficult strategic situation because of the tension that I described of 
wanting to kind of threaten Biden, but also not wanting to push him to cling to his pardon power. But then there's also the issue of the successor. I mean, um, on paper, Kamala Harris is the heir to be, and nobody wants her. The system would prefer Biden to her, and her poll numbers are abysmal too. So the question is, even if you could get rid of Biden, how do you finesse the situation where you sidestep the heir apparent who's a woman of color? And I think that's part of the context for you know speculation regarding Michelle Obama. And you know there could be issues there too. I'm not you know entirely confident that that's the plan, but it's a complicated strategic issue with a lot of different chess pieces, and. Um, I'm sure there are very acute minds within the well-oiled Democrat machine that are working to resolve this uh, as quickly as possible. And, you know, they have proven themselves to be quite capable. And Biden's own elevation was an example of that. People forget, you know, what the primary was like um, when it, there were all different people and they all seemed to have their, you know, their moment in the sun. Then all of a sudden there was total lockstep um, discipline and Biden was just the guy. I mean, that was a real power flex on the part of the Democrat machine, the way that they put Biden in there in the first place. So maybe if they can put him in like that, they can take him out like that. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Interesting. Interesting. Final thing I did, I had to get your thoughts on is Brennan and Clapper coming back man they're the the two what are they the two, the two old guys and the the muppets oh what's the what what is the uh what are the two old guys in the muppets in the theater A anyway the they these Brennan and Clapper they continue to come up and Biden just appointed them to some new uh, disinformation national security board of course um you know inside of DHS these are the guys who, of course, spies who lied, uh, Hunter Biden, Russian disinformation. They're now coming back into the bloodstream. What does that what does that tell you? Biden is bringing back the spooks uh, directly into a powerful positions inside of the federal government. Uh, your takeaway thoughts? Yeah, you know, movie. these people, they never really go away. There are only so many of them to go around who are sort of the old hands who've been around the block, who know where the bodies are buried, who sort of operate within the system. They're operating whether or not they have a public position or not. So I didn't even know if I would read too much significance into this. These are, you know, these are the deep state turds that just won't flush <laughs> to, to <laughs> from, from the you know water world. And, all and that's just the way it is. These people and think about it. It's not just them. Merrick Garland had the you know domestic terrorism portfolio under Clinton way back in the 90s. He was part of the cover up of the Oklahoma City case. So, you know, they, there's a handful of people who are trusted by the regime who have been through one cover up scandal after another, and they just keep recycling them over and over. And that's the case with with Brennan and Clapper here, which, as you pointed out, are both demonstrable liars on not just petty issues, but issues that get to the core of the relationship between the government, the national security state, and the civilian population in the United States. Uh, I apologize to everyone. I, of course, we do have an infinite home. That means I don't get a lot of sleep. Uh, and Statler and Waldorf is who I was talking about. And mm -hmm. here they are, ladies and gentlemen. It does, in fact, look quite a bit like Brennan and Clapper. Uh, and maybe there's a reason for that. So now, 
they are the turds that will not flush. <laughs> That's really, I think we're going to tweet that. I think we're going to tweet that, Darren. There Thank you, you so much for joining the program. Where can people? Quick yeah. thing, Benny, I, I, I do. There's recent news of Ray Epps' indictment. We have a major piece yes. on that. So for anyone interested in the Ray Epps saga, there's a major new piece, white hot, right at the top of revolver.news. In fact, two pieces. But the most recent one contains extremely rare and extremely damning footage of Epps' participation on the 5th and the 6th. So it's a must-read, a must-see, and a must-share. So I would direct everyone watching this, if you're interested, if you can stomach it, go to revolver.news, read the piece, learn the truth for yourself. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the man who does such incredible work on exposing the deep state and exposing the world as it truly does operate around us, uh, a man who is immune to all psyops, Darren Beatty. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is, uh, again, infinite home, not a lot of sleep. Statler and Waldorf, can't believe it. Can't believe it. I knew better. It does actually look a lot like Brennan and Clapper. Had myself a Biden moment, I guess you could say. Joe Biden sparks more questions about his age and health by repeating the same story word for word twice within a few minutes of the same speech. My God. Uh, Joe Biden is falling to pieces uh, directly before us. Even his voters are regretting their votes on camera. His voters are straight up like we like we like to kick off the weekend with with positivity. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden voters saying, what the hell have we done? What the hell have we done? And what is wrong with Joe Biden? Go. I think he's too old to be president right now. Like he doesn't know what's going on right now. I see him diminishing as far as his energy and the public life. I mean, it's like he had to drink a monster drink or something just to stay awake. You know what I mean? Like he's really just very tired and the job is arduous. So, I mean, you need someone with a little more energy level. Um, I think that will put him down. I think he needs to be in front of voters to show that he's not the sort of doddering old man that the Republicans are trying to make him out to be. Really? Oh, okay, pal. Hey, uh, beard man, this is what happens when Joe Biden stands in front of people. Joe Biden literally knocking over the Brazilian flag in a joint press conference with the president of Brazil. Go. The president of the United States and the president of the Federative Republic of Brazil, accompanied by the Director General of the International Labor Organization. So I'm not sure if you caught it there, Joe Biden not like not walking directly into the flag uh, of Brazil and then walking out early before his name's even called. Joe Biden followed that up with another fit of dementia-laden screaming. And we're doing all this while reducing the deficit. I love our friends on the right talk about a mega guys about reducing the deficit. Give me a break. On my watch, deficit has already fallen over $1 trillion. And I signed legislation to reduce the deficit by another trillion dollars in the next decade. We do the show. Sometimes really tired. I literally didn't sleep last night. Sometimes, you know, we do the show. But I promise you a couple of things. One, uh, I will never behave like Joe Biden on the show. 
I will never blow out the speakers on what, however you're watching us right now by, it's hard to even do the impression. I'll get away from the microphone. It's hard to even do the impression. I don't want to hurt your eardrums. We promise you we won't ever do that. We promise you we'll never give those weird hopped up speeches that Joe Biden gives where he like his eyes or like suddenly his eyes don't blink. Whatever they give him. Maybe it's the Hunter Biden cocaine bag left in the White House. Maybe Joe Biden Joe Biden thought it was rock candy or something. Bit into a few of them. Well, he's going to need something to get him through what's about to happen because a third IRS agent is saying that Joe Biden's DOJ blocked the charging of Hunter Biden. So now we have a third whistleblower from the IRS. Again, ladies and gentlemen, good news Friday. Third IRS agent reportedly told House investigators last week that President Joe Biden's Justice Department blocked now special counsel David Weiss from charging Hunter Biden, seemingly contradicting attorney Merrick Garland's assertion that Weiss could charge the president's son. He was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own, Garland said in June uh, in the United States Senate under oath. But now there are more whistleblowers coming forward saying, nope, that's not the case. These people are liars. And this will all be made, uh, this will all be made clear to the American people next week. We are very excited for the beginning of the impeachment inquiry. We are prepared. We are all stocked up. We have all of our facts straight. And we're going to be in for a wild ride. It's going to be very interesting. I know a few things that are going to drop during these impeachment inquiries, a couple of witnesses that are going to come forward. It's going to be it's going to be demonstrable. You're going to have so much evidence against Biden and so much evidence against this family. You're going to really start to see the the crumbling of the infrastructure next week. And it's going to be glorious. Also next week, we have another Republican debate uh, with a uh, concurrent programming of Donald Trump giving a, uh, uh, giving a speech to factory workers and union workers in Detroit. That's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be on Wednesday and Thursday, respectively. And so I look forward to the future. We stand upright on this program. We see the world as God sees the world, a place with potential for good that is controlled not by the people like Joe Biden, not by Bob Menendez, who's going to go to prison for a long time. This, you're not getting out of this one, Bob. Not by this criminal cartel, not by these corrupt people. They think they're in charge. God's in charge. We don't have to worry about these things. We can be at peace. We can have peace. And we wish to deliver you peace and good news on this program. Salt and light. Our verse of the day from Matthew 5. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. That is what we attempt to deliver on this program. We feel like our cup has been uh, been filled to the brim, runneth over this week. Uh, Our profound gratitude to you, uh, our profound gratitude uh, to your your blessings and your prayers. uh, As my family welcomes in our third child, uh, little Theodore, and he's doing... He's doing awesome. Spent the whole morning with him and the whole night and every other waking hour. <laughs> Young parenthood, man. It's a heck of a ride. But we're here for it and we'll be here for you. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. 
God bless you. Have a great weekend. See ya.